So glad to see all of you coming in. Hey, hey, Deborah Lewis Saffa. Hey, Josh McClure. So good to see y'all, man. Make sure you speak to somebody uh, that's in our virtual audience tonight. Just don't know how bad I miss my church. Not only do I miss my church, I miss everybody that was known to be visiting with us on a night like tonight. But hey, it's what it, it is what it is. And uh, we are adjusting and we're making sure that uh, we continue to share the word. Listen, as you log on, make sure you continue to share. Uh, hit the like button. Uh, let's multiply these viewers tonight. God is a special word. Welcome to Destiny Church Virtual Bible Study. And uh, look, I'm excited about what God is going to do tonight. All right, family, we're about to get started with the word uh, tonight. Of course, um, most pastors around the, the country tonight doing just what I'm doing, uh, live streaming, uh, Bible study, um, or worship experience tonight. And I really got to tell you, thank you. Thank you for continuing to tune in. Thank you for continuing to uh, make this an easy adjustment for us. Um, I had no clue about how this particular time would go um, for our church. And uh, matter of fact, I'm sure that many of my friends who are pastors are, uh, you know, feel the exact same way. But uh, uh, people like you are tuning in to these virtual services and uh, you're making life so much more easier. And just to see your names uh, come across the screen is uh, quite amazing, quite exciting. And nothing changes. You know, it took a little time for me to get used to talking into a camera and not talking to a an actual person. But once I that, it's okay. And all is well. Things are going well here in my house. Uh, Lady D is well. The kids are well. Uh, Jay is well. I, I promise you, I'm gonna get her on camera one of these days. But <laughs> she will not. She will not do it right now. So as soon as I can do that, I want to bring her on. Uh, listen, make sure you continue to invite. There are 75 people online right now. And uh, for those of you who joined us a little bit late, uh, click that invite button, uh, that share button, and invite somebody to join. For the rest of you, I'm getting ready to teach a message. And there are two particular scriptures that I want to share with you tonight. I won't read them in advance. I'll just give you the title. And once I give you the title of uh, you know, the subject of what I'll be teaching tonight, I promise you, uh, you're going to be uh, fed with plenty of scriptures. I hope you got something to write with. If you're, you're not writing and maybe you're in your car driving, maybe what you can do is, is go back and look at this video and take some notes. But tonight, man, listen, let me tell you something. I want to show you how to make God move. That's what I just said. I want to show you how to make God move. And I know there are a few people on this line saying, Pastor, how in the world can you tell us how to make a God who's almighty, who's omniscient, who's in control of everything? How can we make him move? I just said we can make God move. And I'm not only am I going to prove that we can make him move, I'm going to prove that we can make God change his mind. Now, there are two particular scriptures that I want to work with tonight, but I, I, I'm believing that if things go the way I think they're going to go, I probably won't be able to get to both of these tonight. So the first scripture I want you to look at is I want you to look at Isaiah chapter number 38. I want to, I want to talk about Isaiah <clears throat> chapter number 38, and we're going to be looking, we're going to start at verse number one, and we'll probably work our way to verse number five. And this, listen, 
we are in a time where we need God to move. We're, we're in a time where, 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 where some of us are, are desperate to see uh, something positive happen in our lives. And so what I want to show you today is that the reason why I'm so confident is because I see God moving right now. I see God answering my prayers right now. I, I, I really do. I see a lot of things that's happening that I pray for happening even during this particular time. So I want to show you, man, if you're desperate tonight, if you're a person who really needs God to move tonight, what I want to share with you is that you can literally make God move. Okay, I'm going to prove it to you. Go ahead and turn to Isaiah chapter number 30, chapter number uh, 38. Go ahead and do that. All right. And now that you're there at Isaiah chapter number 38, let me look the scripture up myself and we're going to make sure we go right there. Okay. If you see Isaiah uh, chapter number 38, verse number one, are y'all ready for this? Verse number one says, in those days, Hezekiah was sick unto death. <laughs> All right. Don't, 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 don't miss this. If you miss this, you miss everything. Look, the Bible says in Isaiah 38, chapter number one, in those days, Hezekiah was sick and near death. All right. Now, this is Bible study. I'm teaching. I'm going to go real, real slow so I don't lose anybody, but you got to get this, all right? <laughs> Hezekiah in chapter number one, uh, chapter number 38 of Isaiah, in verse number one, he is sick unto death. And here are two things that I want you to notice about him being sick unto death. Number one, number one, watch this. He's already sick. And because I know he already prays to God, he's probably already prayed to God and told God about his sickness. Yet and still, watch this, he is sick to the point that he's going to die, which means that if he's sick and is about to die, and he's a man that's known to pray to God, that means that God has probably not answered his prayer yet. That's the second thing I want to show you. God had not moved on his behalf by the time we get to Isaiah 38 and 1. So when we get to the text, literally on his deathbed. And, 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 and here's the other thing. While he was on his deathbed, Isaiah, a trusted prophet of God. This ain't no fake prophet. This ain't one of those $100 prophets, you know, uh, that you catch on TV late at night. No, 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 no. This is Isaiah, a trusted prophet of God. He comes to Hezekiah. Watch this. Watch this. He comes to Hezekiah and, and he says to Hezekiah, watch this. Thus saith the Lord, meaning that Hezekiah is in a position of authority. He's in a position of power. He actually has his ears to the mouth of God. And because he has his ears to the mouth of God, man, everybody in the region knows that Isaiah is a man of God. And, but Isaiah does not come in the name of himself. I hope I'm teaching real good. If you just logged on, man, you need to, you need to tap share. This is going to bless you. I promise you, this is going to bless your life. Isaiah doesn't come in the name of Isaiah. Isaiah comes in the name of the Lord. And he says, thus saith the Lord. And he's talking to Hezekiah and basically he says, not me. This is not my word for you. This is the Lord's word for you. And the Lord himself says, watch what he says. He says, set your house in order because you are going to die 
and not live. That's what the Bible says. Get your house in order because you are going to die and not live. God himself sends a message through um, Hezekiah, through Isaiah, to Hezekiah. Notice what I just said. Through Isaiah, he sends a message to Hezekiah and he says to himself, notice now, again, this is not Isaiah. This is the almighty God himself. This is the everlasting God himself. This is the one in control of heaven and earth himself. And he sends word to Hezekiah saying, get your house in order because you shall die and not live. Now, remember, don't y'all go anywhere. Uh, don't, don't you, don't you lose me. Don't, don't you let me lose you. I'm trying to go slow because I'm about to show you something so powerful and we will praise God tonight for his glory. We will play, praise God tonight for his plan for our life. We will praise God for ordering our steps tonight when you see what I'm about to show you. Remember now, he was already sick. He was already near death. So it would make sense to me. And it would make sense to many of you if Isaiah, if, if Hezekiah, once he heard the word of Isaiah, if he just threw in the towel, gave up and just said, hey, I, I, I'm already sick. I know I am. I'm already at the point of death. I know I am. So I might as well just hear the word of the Lord from the prophet Isaiah and just give up. But that is not what he did. That's not what he did. The Bible says, while he's sick, <laughs> while he's on his deathbed, <laughs> while, while, he's, while he's laying around uh, uh, contemplating why God has not answered his prayer, he gets a message from the prophet Isaiah that says, get your house in order because you're going to die and not live. But watch this. Instead of him throwing in the towel, y'all not going to help me here. And I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and, 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 and tell you to, to, to tap your own self right now. If I'm talking to you, if, if I'm talking to you, man, if you've ever gotten to the place in this particular season where you felt like giving up, if you've ever got to the place in this particular least, uh, this particular season and you felt like throwing in the towel, I need you to do me a favor. Type into the comment section. Type into the comment section. I'm not giving up yet. <laughs> Just type into the com comment section. I am not giving up yet. It would have been so easy for any of us to understand why, why Hezekiah would throw in the towel. It would be so easy for any of us. Who can blame him? You're already sick. You've already been diagnosed with COVID-19. You, you've already been diagnosed with cancer. You, you, you've already been, been diagnosed with lung disease. You, you, you've already been diagnosed with kidney disease. <laughs> you, 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 you've already been diagnosed with whatever you have. And, 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 and you are at the point of death. No cure. Matter of fact, God hasn't even answered you yet. And then you hear the word of the Lord coming from the prophet saying, get, go ahead and get your will together because you are going to die and you're not going to live. It would make sense if he would have just packed his bags, closed his eyes and went to the graveyard. Nobody would have been upset with him. But instead of packing his bag and going to the graveyard, here's what Hezekiah says. Man, here's where, here's where I got, I got a praise. All by myself. Here's where I got to, got to praise God all by myself today. Here, here's what Hezekiah says. Hezekiah, Hezekiah becomes a little rebellious. He becomes a little rebellious. He knows that Isaiah is the man of God. He knows that Isaiah is the voice of God. But can I tell you something? Man, we finna praise him right here. You better get ready. I need five of y'all to go ahead and type that in. Type, type, type in and tell your neighbor, give me some room because I'm about to shout. 
Type your neighbor, tell your neighbor through the comment section, give me some room. Get, just move out the way because I'm about to praise God. Here's what Hezekiah says. Hezekiah says, I know you are the man of God. I know you are the voice of God, but here's what I need to tell you. Listen, I can talk to God for myself. You're missing a good place to shop. Oh, is there anybody on this line today? I'm going to prove it to you in the text. Is there anybody on this line today? Uh, you're, you're thankful right now. You're thankful for your pastor. You're thankful for your apostle. You're thankful for your prophet. But you can honestly say tonight, I thank God that I can talk to him for myself. If I can't get my pastor on the line, I can always call God. If I can't get my, my, my prophet on the line, I can always call God myself. I got his number. I got a direct connection. Listen, your, your, your prophet is not the only one that can get in touch with God. Listen here, you can call on the name of the Lord for yourself. And there are people on this line tonight who can also testify. I can call him in the morning. I can call him in the middle of the night. I can call him at noontime and God will hear and answer my prayer. One of the things that I'm so very proud of is that I've learned over the years to empower the people of God who serve up under me. I've empowered them to learn how to call on God themselves. I'm not going to always answer your call. Oh no, I'm not. No, there was a lady who joined the church and man, she, she didn't even come back to church after I told her this reality. She stood up in church one day and she said, I'm so thankful that, that I have a pastor who will answer my call at 3 a.m. in the morning. And I looked at her and I said, I said, there will be times where I will not answer your call at three o'clock in the morning. No, I will not. You better learn how to pray to God and learn how to talk to him for yourself. Is there anybody on this line other than me? You're happy about the fact. I know you love your pastor. I know you love your prophet. I know you love your apostle. They are, they are necessary in the earth, especially at times like these. But lift up a hand if you don't mind and testify. I know how to talk to God for myself. And one of the things I know without a shadow of a doubt, God will hear and answer my prayer. He don't just answer the pastor. He don't just answer the prayer of your prophet. He don't just answer the prayer of your apostle or whatever all these titles are we come up with today. No, he hears the prayers of us. The Bible says the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And Hezekiah got to the point where he said, listen, I don't like what I'm hearing right now. And, 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 and Isaiah, I respect you in your office. I do know that you are a man of God and you represent the voice of God. But moment. What I need to do is I need to go ahead and close my door to you and I need to turn my face to the wall and I need to pray to God for myself. Do me a favor. Lift up your hand and say, I can pray to God for myself if you know that to be true. If you know that to be true. Come on, do it. Come on, do that. Come on, do that. I see you typing it in. Come on. That's it. That's it. Type that in. I know how to pray to God for myself. See, see, here's what you need to understand. And some of you, I know some of you are real smart. You're looking at the text and you're saying, Pastor, I don't see anywhere in the Bible where um, Hezekiah told Isaiah that he wanted to pray to God for himself. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where where, where Hezekiah told Isaiah to, to get out and let him pray. I don't see anywhere in the Bible where, where he tells Isaiah, you know, I can pray for myself. No, 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 no. It's, it's not in the text. But here's what I can tell you as a theologian, as somebody who studies scripture, has a master's degree in divinity and a bachelor's degree in, in theology. Here's what I can tell you. It's not in the text, but I've learned how to read between the lines and, the, and to see what's there and, and honestly paint a picture of what really happened. Let, let me tell you how I know. I know how I know what happened. I know what happened because verse two says, if you miss this, you miss it. 
Verse number two says, watch this. Hezekiah turns his face toward the wall and he prayed. <laughs> he prayed to the Lord. You don't see Isaiah's name nowhere in that text. Nowhere in that text do you see Isaiah's name. No, nowhere, nowhere. He doesn't even, he doesn't even address Isaiah anymore. Isaiah, remember, is the prophet of God. He's the voice of God. But when Isaiah got a word that he did not want, because the, the, the word of the Lord came and said, you shall die, you shall not live. You need to get your house in order because you are about to die. Never again, watch this, does he reference Isaiah. Isaiah brought the word of the Lord, but, but, but Hezekiah, I'm about to cut out the middle man. <laughs> I'm about to cut out the middle man. I'm about, <laughs> man, I thank God for revelation. He says, I'm about to cut out the middle man. Thank you for bringing me the word. But now I need to talk to God for myself. And in verse number two, Isaiah, Hezekiah says, listen, God, I'm about to turn my face to the wall and I'm about to talk to you. There are two things that I need you, that, that I need you to know. If, if you're writing, I need you to write, I need you to write this down. All right. I need you to write this down if you're writing. If you're writing, I need you to write this down. Number one, two things I want you to notice about verse two. Hezekiah turns his face to the wall. Number one, he turns his face to the wall. Okay, don't you get quiet on me. Y'all better keep talking to me. Y'all better keep talking to me. Y'all better keep talking to me. Watch this. Keep talking to me. Number one, he turns his face to the wall. What that means is he turns his way away from what he did not want to hear. Notice. He doesn't curse out Isaiah. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't, he doesn't yell at Isaiah. He doesn't lash out and, and be frustrated at Isaiah. I mean, Isaiah brought him the word of the Lord and he didn't go, get frustrated. And some of the people that you're dealing with right now that you're frustrated with, that you're trying to curse out, that you want to get back, you know, they're not bringing the word of the Lord and yet it's still, you're frustrated. No. I've learned this little statement that I use. I said, child, please. No, you don't. We don't get frustrated about stuff like that. If, 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 if somebody like Hezekiah can reject a man who's bringing him the word of the Lord, you mean to tell me that you can't reject somebody who's an operative, operative of the enemy? No, 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 no. They can talk about you. They can scandalize your name. They can call you everything but a child of God. But you're wasting energy trying to go back and forth with people like that. Because here's what I know. God said, God said, this battle is not yours, it's mine. And, and I've learned how to believe the report of the Lord. Some of y'all spend too much time believing the report of people. You spend too much time believing the report of the lawyer. You spend too much time believing the report of the doctor. You spend too much time believing the report of the mortgage lender. But God told me to tell you that you need to have a connection with him so that you will believe his report. Believe what he says. Even, watch this, Hezekiah, Hezekiah, who heard the word of the Lord coming through a prophet of God, the voice of God, he says, I reject that. And I'm going to cut out the middleman and I'm going to turn my face to the wall. Some of you are, you're good at praying public prayers. And I know, I know, I know 50 of you might, go, might turn me off when I, when I tell you this, but I, I don't care. I'm already in quarantine. <laughs> but you know what, man? We waste a lot of time praying on Facebook. We waste a lot of time, you know, uh, uh, praying to God on Facebook. And God said, man, this would be really lovely if you would just go. Listen, because the people who do stuff like that, you, you, you are, you're what I call attention seekers. And so you're, 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 you're starting your prayers off with God. I need you right now. And, and you're hoping that not God answers you, but you're hoping one of your family or friends answers you. Child, please. 
Instead of praying that prayer on Facebook, you need to go down in your secret closet, turn your face to the wall and begin to tell God how much you need him, how much you want him. God says we are we are we are so uh, uh, versatile when it comes to letting people know what we need. But we don't even know how and even in times of trouble to go to him in prayer. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. People, Isaiah wasn't even important at that moment. The, the word of God says Isaiah wasn't even important at that moment. The man of God wasn't even important. He knew how to talk to God for himself. So he turned his faith to the wall away from what he did not want to hear and away from the person he did not want to hear it from. Sometimes you just got to steal away by yourself. And I know I'm sounding real crazy right now. There are like 150 people on, and I'm probably sounding, sounding crazy to a lot of you. But if, 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 if listen, if, if I got any witnesses on the line that there's power in stealing away and talking to God all by yourself, even if you're in the closet, <sighs> even, even if you're in the bathroom, even if you're in the tub late at night, glory be to God. I ain't talking about those fancy church prayers that we do. You know, where we got to have the, the musicians playing behind us. No, I'm talking about, man, when you really need God, sometimes you on your way to work in the morning. And, and man, you begin to cry to God, saying things like, Lord, have mercy on me. If you are a witness, go ahead and type in, I'm a witness, I'm a witness, I'm a witness, I'm a witness. Come on, do it. Type in, I'm a witness. Type in, I'm a witness. So these folk won't think I'm crazy. That's the first thing I want you to, want to show you. He turns his face, watch this, away from what he did not want to hear. Away from what he didn't want to hear and away from the person who brought him that information. But the second thing I want to show you is this. He had a prophet, but he chose to skip past the prophet and talk to God for himself. Don't get me wrong, man. I thank God for all of these spiritual people. There's a lady in my church right now. Pastor Shaquan Jackson, I don't know anybody else I will want to pray for me when I'm going through a tough situation. I know this girl here, God. I know she knows how to pray. I know she's in touch with God. There have been some times when she's reached out to me early in the morning and didn't know really what I was going through. And But God would show her and she would give me the word of the Lord. I mean, I thank God for her. Don't get me wrong. I value her. But there will be times when I can't get in touch with a Pastor Shaquan. And I need to get in touch with the Lord for myself. And here's what I want to tell you. Here's what I want to tell you. When Isaiah needed to get in touch with the Lord, he turned his face to the wall. And, and, and I thank God that he knew that he had the ability to talk to God for himself. And that's exactly what he did. Let me show you how it looks. In verse number 38, in, in, in Isaiah chapter number 38, verse number three, I promise you, I'm headed to a close. In verse number three, he says, remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. Can I tell you what Hezekiah began to do? <clears throat> Hezekiah does not immediately. <laughs> Hezekiah, oh, my God. Are y'all ready for this? Hezekiah doesn't immediately go to God telling him I'm about to die. He doesn't go to God saying, I'm about to, I'm, I'm sick and I need you to come to my rescue now. Hezekiah doesn't go to God with a request. Hezekiah goes to God with a memory. <laughs> Listen, Hezekiah doesn't go to God with a request. 
Hezekiah goes to God with a memory, not of what God has already done, but he goes to God with a memory of what he has already done. He, listen to what he says. He says, God, listen here now. I, 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 listen, I, I, man, I've heard that you said I, I'm going to die and not live. I, I've heard you say that I'm going, I, I need to get my house in order. But God, here's what I want you to do before you finish doing what you're doing. Here's what I want you to do, God. I want you to remember me. <laughs> Man, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this room. Lord, I want you to remember me. I want you to remember how I've walked before you. I want you to remember... Uh, uh, um, how how I've walked before you in truth with a loyal heart and, and have done what is good in your sight. Can I tell you what Hezekiah was saying? Hezekiah was saying, God, now listen, I know you have already spoken your word, but I want you to remember how faithful I've been to you. <laughs> Hezekiah now begins to tell God, God, I am a valuable asset to you. And the question I have for some of you today is that if you had to go to God, and try to prove to God how valuable of an asset you were to him, I wonder how many of us will be blessed like we want to be blessed. Man, Hezekiah was able to go to God with a testimony that, God, I am a valuable asset to you. He says, God, I want you to remember me. I want you to remember all the things that I've done. I want you to remember how I've been loyal to you. Even when, when everybody else, God, has turned their back on you, God, I want you to remember man, I understand this very powerfully because when I was going through my most difficult time, man, one of the prayers I prayed was this prayer right here. When my daughter was going through stage four cancer and, and I didn't know what the end was going to be, I wanted to make sure that God remembered how many times I prayed for everybody else's children. I wanted God to remember every time I got up in the middle of the night and went to the hospital to check on everybody else. I said, God, I want you to remember how faithful I've been. No, I haven't been perfect. Yes, I've made some mistakes. But God, you know without a shadow of a doubt that I've been faithful to your mission and your will for my life. And God, I need you right now. I need five of y'all to type it in right now. God, I've been faithful. Only if you can do it now. If you can't do it, don't write it in. Don't write it in. Don't write it in. Just I need I need a few of you to shout, I've been faithful. Here's what, here's what Hezekiah says. Are y'all typing it in? Hezekiah says, I have been faithful. And, and when he says, I've been faithful, watch this here. The Bible says he wept. He wept bitterly. And then as he, after he prays, after he weeps bitterly, I'm going to leave you when I tell you this, because I normally don't like you keep you on the line more than 30 minutes. But man, I got I to gotta finish this. If I got several more minutes, just tell me. So pastor, just several more minutes. Give me several more minutes. I got I to gotta finish this. After he prays. Thank you, Holy Ghost. After he prays, the, the word of God says in, 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 in Isaiah chapter number 38, verse number four, the Bible says God sends another word through Isaiah. And can I bless you? Uh, listen, God had already spoken one word. And for those of you who are super saved and you thought I was losing my mind when I told you how to make God move and you sat up there and said, you can't make God move. The devil is a liar. Oh, yes, you can't make God move. And it's biblical proof right here. Isaiah brought a word to God that said, you are going to die and not live. The word came through Isaiah to Hezekiah saying, you better get your house in order. You won't make it through this. But when Hezekiah prayed for himself, when Hezekiah reminded God how valuable he was to the kingdom of God, can I tell you what God did? God changed his mind.
God will change his mind. God may send one word, but can I tell you a blessing? God is able to send another word. Come on, somebody shout, God, do it again. Say, God, please reconsider it. Do it again, God. I know, I know what the doctors have said, God. And I know what I've heard initially, God, but, 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 but I prayed to you. And, and, and I want you to know that, that I, I'm, I'm a faithful servant. Can you please do me a favor and reconsider it? If you did it for Hezekiah, you can do it for me. It's in the text in verse four. God sends another word through Isaiah. And God will speak another word when the first word you heard isn't what you prayed for. If you, if you see it now, if you see it, if you can really, really see it right now, here's what I need you to do. I need you to put it on the page and Pastor, I see it. Come on, put it on the page. I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm totally waiting on you to write it down. Say, Pastor, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. Come on, do it. Say, I see it. I see it. Verse number four says, God will change his mind. No, that's not how the text is written. But if you go back up to verse one, where God says another word, and then you get to verse four, and you see God speaks another word that saves his life. You can't tell me that God won't change his mind. And I'm jumping off this call. Sometimes God tests us to see how bad we want it. Hmm. Sometimes the no you got the first time was just God's way of trying to figure out if you had given up yet. Sometimes that first denial you got was God's way of trying to figure out if you really wanted it bad enough or not. And I need I need at least 50 people on this line right now to type in God. I want it bad. I want it bad enough not to stop praying. There was another there was another Bible character, a, a Bible truth that I could tell you about. There was a man in the Bible. I think his name was Jacob, whose name was later changed to Israel. He told God, I will not let you go until you bless me. He wrestled with an angel all night long. But he told he told that angel, I know who you are. And I know I got. Listen, listen, I got I, you. You've hurt my hip. Now I'm walking with a limp, but I will not let you go until you bless me. And I need somebody on this line to type that in. I'm not going to let go. That first note that I got will not be the end of it because a blessing delayed is not a blessing denied. That first mortgage that you did not get, don't you let that be the last time you asked because the first note wasn't the last note. That car you didn't get because, because of whatever happened with your credit score, God told me don't let that be your last answer because the first note isn't the last note. God told some of you, just if you could just hang on in there and ask one more time and talk to him about it, he will turn that no into a yes. And I see it in your future. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I can see it in your future. What do, what do I see in your future? I see some yeses coming. <laughs> I, yeah, I see some yeses coming. You've had a whole lot of denials in your life. You've had a whole lot of people telling you no, but I can feel with everything in me, even in this particular season, God is about to send you a yes. But what God needs from you, he needs a yes first. Can I get about 50 of you on this line today just to shout yes to God? What are you shouting yes to? Yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, God. I may not always like it, God, but yes to your will, God. Glory, hallelujah. Can I get somebody to shout yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hezekiah didn't give up. The first no evidently was just a test because it wasn't the last no. The denial doesn't mean have the, doesn't have to be the last denial. Hezekiah rejected the first word and decided to go to God for himself. As I heard to a close, listen, you can make God move. You can make God move tonight.
You can make God move tonight. If you need to see God move tonight, listen, listen, I know, I know this ain't for everybody, but if you need to see God move tonight, here's what I want you to do. I need you to open up your mouth tonight and tell God to move on your behalf. Come on, do it. Hallelujah. I see you. I see you typing it in. Come on, tell God to move. Glory be to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, tell God to move on your behalf. See, some of you have given up too quick. You got that no, you got that bad word from the doctor, and you just threw in the towel. But here's what God tell, tell me to tell you tonight. You can make him move. You can make him move. How do you make God move? Learn how to talk to him for yourself. You can talk to him for yourself. Thank God for all of these pastors that are going virtual now and but can I tell you something? Times like this prove that you won't always be able to see your pastor, but you can always see God. Hallelujah. I'm about to wrap up, man. I'm about to totally shut this thing down. Open up your mouth and begin to praise God for his son, Jesus. Begin to praise God for the fact that you can talk to him for yourself. Come on, do it. Come. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Before I get off the call tonight, I want to do two things, and I always do this. And you may never see the results of this. Don't you hang up yet. Don't you hang up yet. Don't you dare hang up yet. You may not see the results of this, but I promise you, there are people giving their lives to Christ. And I would be remiss if I didn't offer an opportunity to you tonight, whoever you are, to give your life to Christ. And I know, I know how it is. You don't want to let anybody know your story. You don't want to let, I know, I get that. But one day you're going to tell your story that during this coronavirus episode, this pandemic that was happening in the earth, you couldn't even walk foot into a church, but you heard the word of the Lord and you gave your life to Christ. If that's you, you can feel free to comment online or you can reach out like several people have done already via messenger and just say, I want to give my life to Christ. If that's you. If you want to give your life to Christ, I am standing by tonight. I got standing by tonight that will pray the prayer of salvation with you. <clears throat> and the second thing I want to ask of you is that if there's anything you need prayer for tonight, <clears throat> I'm not leaving my office right now. Don't you hang up this line. This is going to bless you. I'm not leaving this office tonight. Can I tell you what I'm going to be doing? I need you, if you desire prayer for anything, for any single thing, if you desire prayer for anything, I want you to just write in the comments, Pastor, I need prayer. You ain't got to tell me no details. But if you choose to tell me what area you desire prayer, man, just put it in the atmosphere. I desire prayer for my family. I desire prayer for my healing. I desire prayer for my finances. Go ahead and drop it in. Because what I'm going to do tonight is that I'm not just going to walk out of here tonight. Man, I'm going to turn my face to the wall for you tonight. And I don't care what you think about me. One thing I know is that God hears and answers my prayer. And I believe that when I turn my face to the wall on your behalf, things are going to turn around in your life. I'm full of faith. I've seen it done. Man, I'm, I'm living with a walking miracle. There's nothing I don't believe that God isn't able to do. 
So I'm going to pray tonight, man, for your miracle. I'm going to pray for your turnaround, your quick turnaround tonight. Just drop it in the comments. Whatever you want God to do tonight, drop it in the comments or send me a message. And I'm going to spend about 30 more minutes all by myself praying to God and asking God to do it for you. I'm going I'm to be your Hezekiah tonight. Forget whatever words you heard, even if it came from the man of God. God says, this is my night to use my Hezekiah anointing to help you turn your situation around. The last thing I'm going to ask you to do, you don't have to do it. Everything that we do is totally free. But man, if you believe that this is good ground tonight, I ask you to sow. I ask you to give. There's power in giving. The Bible says that we reap what we sow. And if you sow a seed in good ground, man, you always get back a, in a multiplicity of ways everything that you've sown. So I want you to give tonight. I want you to give tonight so that God can bless you like he's never blessed you before. You can do that simply with a cash out. Just send cash, cash, cash out to hashtag Destiny Church TLH. That's Destiny Church TLH. I thank God for you joining us. And I'm about to turn this camera off and, and, and pray, but I'm going to leave the music playing for a little while so you have a little bit more time to write in your prayer request tonight. Because after I'm done with you, I'm going to go to my corner and I'm going to pray to God on your behalf. God bless you. God keep you. I love y'all. Persecution and murder and crucifixion. I want you to know.